A very warm welcome to all my listeners who have tuned in to listen to another episode of Insider's Talk with New Entrepreneurial Journey. So let's dive in. I have with me Ms. Shreya Sabarwal, founder of Square Folk, and they are running a nationally social media requirements for any big restaurants and cafes. So mostly they are dealing in food and beverage industry. So Shreya, welcome to Insider's Talk and it's lovely to have you on our show. And, um, you know, we will be talking more about Square Folk as we move on with our conversation. But before that, you know, it would be great for our listeners to understand who Shreya Saparwal is and, uh, you know, what you were doing before uh, Square Folk came into your life. Sure. Thank you so much for introducing me. Yeah. So I'm the founder of Square Folk. And before Square Folk came into my life, I was uh, always fascinated uh, towards uh, studying much. So I was uh, doing journalism honors and uh, from Delhi University, from Delhi College of Arts and Commerce. And during my uh, college, everyone used to say that doing internships was my hobby because I did around eight to nine internships in like uh, for the three years course of my college journey. So I got to know a lot of things through different, different internships. I tried interning with different PR agencies, marketing agencies, sales agencies. And from there, I uh, started uh, becoming a food blogger. And by being a food blogger, I tried a lot of restaurants, spoke with a lot of restaurant owners and felt that there is a lot of uh, difficulties going on in their uh, industry and in their uh, business so i thought that why don't i try to help them and i just got to know their problems so wanted to be a solution for them so that's why i conceptualized uh, square folk so folk symbolizes food and beverage industry and square that we cover each part of food and beverage industry equally so that was the concept behind it yeah yeah like you said um Shreya, you were doing journalism honors in Delhi University yeah. and then, you know, you were, you gathered a lot of, uh, uh, how do I say, knowledge in different areas uh, through the internships that you had. And yeah. uh, then later you uh, got into blogging and became a food blogger. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you're fascinated with food and you love food. So I can call you a foodie. Yeah, <laughs> that's Ooh, I am a big foodie. Yeah. Oh, so that is, I think the passion uh, probably led you to understand what this particular industry needs. And that's how uh, Square Folk came into the picture. Of course. So since I was a food blogger, I was going to a lot of restaurants. I was speaking to their owners, trying to understand that how hospitality industry works and then trying to know what all problems they face. And then I felt that there is some bridge. Uh, there is some gap which needs to be filled by some bridge. So that's why I formulated this concept Square Folk to help the restaurant owners because when I did a lot of research out of 100 restaurants, uh, more than 80% restaurants shuts down within an operating period of 1.5 years to 2 years. So how not to make them shut and how to keep them running successfully? That, that was our vision and that was our concept. So we understood that every owner has so many divisions to work for, whether it be finance, operations, kitchen, marketing, handling, so many portals. So why don't we become a one-stop platform for them? And they trying to communicate with so many people. Let us be one, uh, one voice for them and try to keep their burden with us and not with them. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah. Shreya, like like you said, you know, you understood the gap, uh, and and a lot of time went in because you were a food blogger. So obviously, eventually over the period of time, you understood what exactly uh, the gap is and how it can be fulfilled by talking to you know different uh, restaurant owners. So yeah. was there any anyone else who helped you understand exactly how this uh, uh, this domain works out and uh, what are yeah. the uh, you know what are sure. the cons and pros of uh, things that people go through true so luckily i got really great mentors who were like mentors for me during the internship period i was blessed to have seven to eight internships in my whole uh, three year course so uh, all those uh, like my superior managers my mentors they tried to guide me a lot giving me internal insights about lot of things helped me to get connected with a lot of people giving me a lot of advices so yeah i was blessed to have a lot of uh, good people and i really feel uh, that uh, i was uh, like really happy if i would not have got those inside experience i think i would not be able to just started just after the next day of my college ended yeah that is that is something like i i really want to highlight it because it's a key takeaway right because yeah it's not it's not something that you know you had an experience overnight it is something that took for you to understand over a period of time and months to understand how the industry works and you know because yeah. you were a food blogger you could go more in depth because you were talking to people out there and understanding sure. you know what things are working and what are not so when when you started to your company and the services that you're going to offer or was hmm. there any kind of a challenge that you were facing of for them course. to understand what digital can do <laughs> yeah i mean just by hearing challenge all those challenges started coming <laughs> in my mind so i yeah, could understand by your reaction <laughs> yeah i mean people were like you are just a kiddo you don't know anything firstly grow up and i still remember there were a lot of my clients saying that you don't know things right now you have just uh, completed your college you do not have any knowledge you do not have any experience there are legend people sitting here how would you be able to compete you are doing wrong wrong thing go and get some master degree do some job do not start business immediately after your college is ended so yeah it was full of challenges people were judging me on the basis of my age and uh, because obviously if i have to work with someone they were like so elder than me i was just 20 at that age so starting at that age where people were not taking you seriously because they were thinking she's she's just a kid how why should we listen to her she should listen to me and uh, so and hospitality industry is always being driven by males so it's like a male dominating industry plus it's a nightlife industry wherein you have to uh, be uh, there till late night because this industry is all about nightlife so yeah i faced a lot of challenges but luckily my mentors were very supporting my parents uh, my family was very supporting so um, they all having completely uh, they all believed me and yeah so because of all uh, my mentors and my parents and family support i tried my level best Yeah. Now that you're talking about your family, what was the first reaction when you when you said you know you're straight out of college, right? So <laughs> and you said yeah. that okay, I am not doing any nine to five, nine or nine to five <laughs> or nine to seven. This is what yeah. I want to do, and I want to own it. 
honestly i was being placed at google at my uh-huh. college yeah so they were like initially uh, like a few of my family members were like why do why do you have to go somewhere else everyone has uh, a dream to work with a brand like this but yeah at the same time uh, they all knew that i was very very focused towards it because it's not just after ending my college like i started doing freelancing i got my visiting cards even in my like starting of my third year i started the brand by then so as a proper company it got registered uh, after my college ended like in terms of gst certification and all but otherwise i started it side by side and they knew that i was attending so many workshops and uh, award shows and all which was happening for hospitality industry so they said that we know that you can do it and uh, still they were always like you do not have to hustle so much take care of your health and um, time is not there's no hurry you can still do it but um, i as a person uh, i have one of the weakness and strength so that is that i do not have patience so i consider that as my weakness also and i consider that as my strength also so because of that only i i tried my level best to do things as quickly as i can to grasp things really well and to and i remember that i've hustled a lot like for the first initial year i just forgot a, everyone so be it my friends like they all used to go to trips and parties that my that college has just ended up but i was uh, like i was blessed to be so focused that that one year uh, really got uh, a, a great benefit to me that's yeah. true i mean you you if you need to be an entrepreneur or you aim to be an entrepreneur the first thing that you need to really understand that it does take up your time initially and yeah. that focus and dedication is required for your idea to turn into reality into a company that you really visioned it to be sure. so so that of is course. that is something amazing and and you know that now when you when you come out in the market uh, with your product or your service there is always you know there's always the first for everything yeah, yeah. what was your first aha moment with square folk when you when you started uh, dealing with clients okay so uh, honestly my first moment was when i cracked my first client uh, of course because that was my first uh, money because i still remember i started it off with a co-working space i took one seat and uh, i had uh, i paid that amount on the very first day uh, x amount and i got the same amount like more amount on the very first day so i have always uh, seen this that god has always been uh, i'm uh, like i believe god a lot so um, god has always been so kind to me that whenever i try to put in my 100% it's always been supportive and anyways it was hard work also so that first aha moment was um, when i got my first client on board and we did a very successful uh, launch campaign for them so i was happy i was very happy and i thought that this can really go far so yeah that was the thing so uh let's talk about square folk now right that's yeah. that's what is you know makes uh, shreya sagarwal who she is today so uh if you can brief about you know your company what are the different services that you offer in food and beverage industry to our listeners sure 
So as I told that Square Folk is all about food and beverage industry, and we cover uh, all the hospitality these clients. So in that term, we do social media market starting from branding. We help a brand if a restaurant owner comes to us, they are like that we want to open a new brand. We help them with uh, finalizing what could be the concept, what could be the brand name, what could be the brand identity, packaging, and uh, brand language. So first is branding. Another thing is social media marketing because nowadays people have really understood it well that if you are not online, you are not in the line. So that's really important for everyone. So uh, social media marketing, we help brands to create the campaigns to do the proper strategy. And what we are doing different is we are trying to focus more on performance marketing because gone are those days wherein marketing was just meant for making the name. Nowadays, every business owner talks about profit and loss. So they want to focus more on money. They want to see that if we are, I'm spending X amount, what is the amount which I'm getting back? What is the profit uh, coming um, back to me? So we are focusing more on profit uh, performance marketing strategies. And then we also do influencer marketing. So we are already working with very uh, top top in brands. Uh, I do not know if I'm able to disclose the brand's name here or not, but we are working with a lot of uh, good brands into influencer marketing. We do the public relations for them. We do the media relations. We help the brand to do the launch events also. So we are very good with the uh, uh, RSVP, the guest list management. We help the brand to conceptualize what kind of different things you can do. So we were the only agency who started with theme events. So we brought that into the picture. We tried to do a lot of unique conceptualized events because what I've understood is that um, in food and beverage industry, you cannot change your ambience very easily. Obviously, if you have built a place, it will be the same place. You cannot keep on changing the vibe of the place. You cannot keep on changing the food and drinks of the place. That is the main identity. But what you can change is the experience. So we focus more on the experience. We focus more on the entertainment. What kind of different events we can do. How we can add on a lot of theme-based things to the picture. So that's uh, the main things which we help. And then we also help the client to be the one-stop platform for their growth. So we are a one-stop platform wherein we communicate with all their different different vendors and help a client to be stress-free and we are the backbone behind them to coordinate for all the things. So they just have to coordinate with us and we coordinate with all the other third parties. So this has also helped a lot of restaurants become uh, like little uh, stress-free. Yeah. Interesting. So basically, Square Folk becomes a part of the team of the client. Yeah. So you, yeah. you are able to take the right decisions on on behalf of the client when it comes to, you know, like you said, like, you know, PR or branding or social media. So you take the entire ownership and execute it thinking that, you, okay, it's your restaurant and this is how you want yeah. it to be. Sure, sure. We do that way because of the experiences we have catered. We have worked with so many restaurants. So we know that wherein you have to spend money and wherein you have to hold your pocket. So a lot of restaurant owners I've met, they burn up their money in the initial phase and then they're like, oh, I have to shut my restaurant. I'm going in the losses. So we help the restaurant uh, grow more by spending wisely. What exactly is being required in the pre-phase? What is being required in the post-phase? 
what all things is exactly not required because there are so many platforms selling so much and restaurant owners specifically who are not from that background because i have met a lot of people who had money who wanted to invest in but they're not from the hospitality background and those are the people who are actually who got duped because they do not know if they trust every platform sales person and at the end they like we are in the losses and we don't know how to survive the market so that's why we have come into the picture and we try to make sure that no restaurant is being fooled away by anything which is not being required at that particular stage of time yeah like you said right it's it's now uh, initially the business was something which was handed down to you so your family knew because it was being done over generations like same thing with the restaurants also but now uh, you yeah. have you have entrepreneurs who have absolutely no idea but the fact that they want to do something in that area they dive in plunge in without knowing exactly how the operations need to work out how the numbers need to work work out how important is the location the ambience and other things yeah true so, true what what kind of major issues do you see right now that uh, the food and beverage industry is facing when it comes to you know uh, opening up a restaurant and shutting down within a year's time yeah honestly you know what is happening currently at the same location within 2 years uh, the location remains same but the brand keeps on changing because owners switch off their restaurant and passes it on to another one so the main issue which is coming up in the operations is that since people, uh, restaurant owners specifically those new entrepreneurs who are not coming from that particular background they come up with ex money they uh, I, so there are two types of people honestly one is someone who is like i do not want to spend i want i do not want to face losses i want to keep it going with a very very slow pace and you know what happens fixed expenses are anyways there if you are not doing uh, making profits and doing losses fixed expenses will be always there and it will become more loss if you are not able to generate profit so if someone says that i want to save my money i will be spending very wisely i do not want to spend anything on marketing and at the end no customer is coming so they are getting they are facing lot of losses otherwise uh, whereas another people another set of people they are like that i want to i have huge money i'll spend it like properly and i will i know that it will get boom and what happens is that they spend so much of their money in initial phase that if it's not being done and spent and implemented like properly their amount got wasted and at the end they are they're not left with money so it's very important that you do not have to spend extra money and you do not have to like keep on thinking that i do not have to spend money so you uh, th- that's why marketing consultants restaurant consultants come into the picture they know that for example you want to do 20 seater restaurant or if you want to do a cloud kitchen so this is your ex budget this you need to spend on your kitchen this you need to spend on your staffing this you need to spend on your marketing this you need to spend on other operational expenses and once you get that budget and spend accordingly you know ki ye that this is my ex amount which is the maximum amount i cannot spend more so that's how you are able to save money till longer term and keep on surviving otherwise this is what happened at the lockdown restaurants 
were facing so many losses they were not going digital and then restaurant shut the and online platforms were not available so that's why it's very important to understand that uh, you have to spend very wisely and with the help of a marketing or restaurant expertise who has some knowledge about uh, restaurant and hospitality industry yeah like you said you know like um, going with your conversation like in pandemic obviously things became a little tough uh, for people or uh, restaurant owners who were not uh, present digitally and yeah. uh, were not were not like you know everybody knows about swiggy somato were not a part of it because they had their own dedicated crowd coming in and they were happy with that uh, what yeah, was happening yeah. before so how do you think social media is playing uh, what kind of role it is playing in scaling uh, the business and uh, putting more profits into their pocket honestly uh, if i talk about lockdown uh, many businesses in terms of uh, social media ma- marketing our business have gone high because people have understood that it is the uh, need of the hour if you are not present online people will not be able to reach to you because you are not present physically also so a lot of brands were earlier like hesitant to uh, get online because they were very happy with their traditional marketing platforms and sales uh, got to understand that if we are present digital it's going to increase and widen our scope of improvement and it's going to increase our profits only so i think lockdown in that scenario help people to uh, to become digital and lot of restaurants have understood uh, that if for example if it's a cloud kitchen you do not have any other uh, any other method because you're not present physically you, it's it's like a cloud and back end kitchen you have to have your presence on digital platform so because of this lockdown and pandemic situation hospitality industry have understood that uh, it is the need of the hour and everyone have to be digital yeah it's actually pretty interesting in my personal experience as well there was one restaurant uh, i mean i'm not going to name the restaurant <laughs> but yeah. there's a restaurant close by to my place and uh, we've never been there frankly speaking and uh, mm. we used to order it through swiggy or zomato uh, whichever yeah. uh, uh, app it was available on and and they serve lovely it's a punjabi like typical punjabi dhaba kind of a food so one mm. day we decided to actually physically go there and uh, you know have it to at least see the restaurant whose food we love so much and apparently it turned out to be a very uh, small space uh, yeah. with probably 5 or 6 seater place Seater. kind of a thing okay. and mm-hmm. i spoke with the owner and he was very clear he said i don't want to spend my money on opening up a huge restaurant mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. my major crowd is people youngsters who are ordering my food after 10 and mm-hmm. uh, you know asking us to deliver at home because they are partying so yeah. he was yeah. very clear that you know this is mm. my crowd and this is where my presence has to be and this is where my money and profits are coming from so do you yeah. think this clarity is going to help the restaurants to understand what actually is working and not working for them of course i really feel that it's very important because if you have to grow you have to know your goals very clearly and you need to understand who is your target audience whether you are targeting upper middle class lower middle class higher class or uh, middle middle class you need to understand what the apc average per cost and according to that your whole marketing strategy evolves so for example the 
thing which you have said that that owner was uh, clear that my orders are going to come with people who are like ordering online after 10 o'clock uh, who are partying so for example someone who uh, whose restaurant is nearby from pg area so they also know that we have to be very price effective otherwise we won't be able to sell to the market so it's very important firstly that to understand what your concept is and whether that concept will go to the places which is nearby to your restaurant according to what is their target audience what are their characteristics feature and on the basis of that only if you keep your pricing if you keep your brand showcase your brand because many a times uh, what happens is that some brands uh, uh, tend up showcasing that their brand looks very low class so people uh, like high class people do not order but otherwise maybe it's possible that their brand is very very high end but just by portraying it's very important how you how you show and how you make people the look and feel of the restaurant so uh, that's really really necessary thing had i had i probably seen the restaurant before uh, maybe yeah, i would have ordered, ordered yes yeah. because i would have felt it might be a little dicey but the fact hmm. that i didn't see the place and i got to experience the quality of food has uh, i mean we are still ordering from that restaurant even after yeah. looking at the place because we know the kind of food uh, that comes from there so how what kind of a balance like you know again it depends upon the budget i truly agree uh, hmm. sometimes you know uh, like you know the look and feel of the product or restaurant is so damn good that it attracts you but sometimes the quality is not up to the mark quality. so you don't you don't go back so how do you think the restaurants need to get these things right a good balance of you know especially if you have the money to have a very uh, you know like a theme based restaurant or any kind of a restaurant that you yeah. want to so how important do you think like you know sometimes i feel that they have put in a hell lot of effort and money into uh, getting the theme Ambient. right yeah but yeah. probably they have not put in that much of effort to get the kitchen yeah of course so uh, i really feel here that concept is very important and it depends upon the concept for example if someone has in mind that i just want to uh, sell to the masses like some thalis which were, which is going to the corporates with some uh, very economical price so they won't be they should not spend more money a lot of money on very high end and premium packaging because that will increase the cost of the food and the cost of the overall product but at the same time if someone is like doing uh, like a lounge and bar concept they really need to work on the entertainment part they really need to work on the ambiance they need to work on the uh, the from the very basic step of uh, cutlery to crockery to uniforms everything should be very presentable so it will completely depend upon the concept and the target audience but otherwise uh, if everything else is still kept aside but if the quality of food and drinks is not appropriate then nothing can save the place so that's the personal suggestion which i would like to give yeah what do you i mean I, what i understand if somebody is um, you know getting into a, a restaurant business so the first thing that they really really need to have is a good muscle a good team who can handle yeah. the kitchen well and yeah. get the quality of food well do you think that people certain people just for the heck of it want to open a restaurant so they miss these aspects of uh, putting yeah. in a good quality food or is there something else that goes on 
I'll, I'll tell you this is nowadays uh, the younger generation specifically a lot of people want to open a restaurant just for the sake of glamour because this industry hospitality industry is like very happening very entertaining so they miss on the fact that food and drinks the quality of food and drinks is really really important so nothing can match if your food and drinks quality is not good so that's why i think every young entrepreneur specifically who doesn't have knowledge of this industry should definitely hire a food and beverage consultant who specifically is good into staffing good into kitchen and they do all of those things so that at the end their product comes to be very great so that that would be my suggestion as we are uh, coming out we are not exactly out but sort of out of the pandemic and things are uh, going back the restaurants are working again right physically yeah. so what kind of challenges did uh, square folk uh, uh, face uh, during these times to ensure that you know your your existing clients uh, got the social media attention that they really needed to because it was basically restarting the entire yeah. thing i i'm 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 pretty sure the staff was not exactly the number that they used to work on but True. people started True. coming to the restaurant because obviously everybody got bored of sitting at home and yeah. having and having that experience again and again so what kind of challenges did did your company face to ensure that you know your clients are uh, back up in the right way and are able to handle the volume with the less stuff yeah true so honestly uh, few of my clientele were like little uh, scared also that we do not know whether lockdown will come again or not should we start uh, pushing it uh, in a very proper form or should we just keep on going slow and organic so these were the kind of challenges which we as an agency were facing that we have to convince to the client that no we 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 cannot pause the operations we have to start down we have to uh, build in more awareness campaign so at that time wherein uh, the lockdown just ended we were trying to focus more on the awareness campaign we were trying to highlight it how people uh, we were trying to showcase more of uh, home recipes because people were still very skeptical to go out so we were trying to showcase uh, chef's famous recipes that you can try it at home and we can, we were doing some nice uh, karaoke sessions wherein uh, online sessions were happening with DJs and streaming was going on so that our customers can still be attached to us but and otherwise we were uh, doing a lot of awareness campaign that all the safety protocols are being followed at the restaurant so it's very safe and it's hygienic so Uh, you can definitely come and we also did a lot of uh, make your own meal uh, sort of a campaign packages which were famous more of delivery concept so a lot of dine in restaurants were also focusing more on deliveries because people were little skeptical after uh, pandemic to just step in outside yeah what kind of changes have you seen uh, you know after pandemic when it comes to food and uh, beverages so honestly a lot of restaurants again got shut uh, up just like after the first lockdown because uh, people were not having uh, that much capacity to suffer so much losses and at the same time um, staffing was major issue a lot of uh, staff, their staff have gone back to their hometowns and villages and they were not ready to come back because they were really scared so that was another thing uh, another thing was that people were really scared to spend money like it 
was uh, like really painful for us to make them understand that market is again picking up you need to reach out to the customers and you need to make them aware that you are again open so people were uh, facing a lot of budget issues uh, at that time that pandemic has also uh, you know turned out uh, to be um, a reason or probably a trigger where uh, this industry needs to rethink the way they operate um i absolutely think because uh, lot of uh, new operational uh, things have become like contactless uh, dining has come to the place and uh, uh, at the same uh, similar uh, scenario uh, people has started becoming more hygienic and more uh, careful once after the lockdown has come because they have started uh, coming like started eating uh, some health more there's more of vegan concept coming up in the market and more of health and uh, nutritious food is again in the market so yeah like as the pandemic has uh, come like nearly come to an end lot of things have evolved and the uh, industry has started shifting to few concepts which they have understood that it's not going to work now so now new concepts are coming up more of contactless dining concept is coming up no more uh, like more of delivery people have started understanding that uh, we should focus more on uh, like healthy foods and more on deliveries so so i think now the industry is um, uh, probably has the mindset of experimenting and adapting yeah. to uh, new ways that probably this industry probably needed it and uh, lockdown was probably an excuse to just get those things rolling for it so so shreya uh, what i have understood when i was uh, you know when i was looking up looking at your company's profile and all what you mentioned yeah. there was that you you got your very and i i think in the previous conversations also that we had just a while ago you mentioned that you had your very first client on your very first day so how yeah. did that happen okay so uh, i was very fascinated honestly and uh, oh, uh, uh so i'm i'm telling you one trick of myself and um so uh, it's like i always uh, try to sell to those people who actually need it i've been selling it to people who uh, we like just for the sake of selling because sales uh, people uh, just understand that we need to close this much sale but according to me i really feel that if we target the actual uh, customer who is really in the need of it so th- that sale can get really well so that was my uh, trick which i was following from my very first day and uh, yeah i was doing a proper thorough research of what all new restaurants have come up and then i um, got arranged the number through different social media platforms and then i tried calling and then uh, by chance to my luck that owner was really looking forward for an agency and we got a chance to get the meeting on the very first day and uh, i was little scared also because it was my first meeting i i thought that how would he judge if we get to know so the, uh, i uh, i d- didn't even tell him that i just passed out of my college so that was one other, one other thing which i would like to give an advice to all the entrepreneurs that if you think that something can be your weakness 
uh don't try to tell that thing because that, that's gonna that's uh, gonna save you because people uh, can judge you just on the basis of that thing so i was uh, successfully being able to connect with him try to understand that always uh, understood that in this uh, sales like whatever client i'm meeting i try to know that what all problems they are facing because once you get to know that what problems they are facing rather than just selling your product firstly know what are the issues that they are facing and according to their problem you should give the solution whether it is directly related to your product or whether it's not directly related to the product because if you try to understand the customer try to know their problems and give them the solution you are automatically gaining the confidence of your uh, client so if you get that they are able to discuss more things for you and then you pitch in that this is my product and very indirectly try to sell and that's what i did on my very first day and uh, luckily that client got converted and that was my very first client which got converted on my very first day yeah so that was also a, a big motivation for me that if i am able to do this on the very first day how much more can i do so yeah and i totally agree with you it is not just about numbers right that you know you come in you uh, you give your service and you get out it it is a kind of a relationship that you start yeah. building up so that tomorrow that person has the trust that okay if i need to have a problem shreya is there to resolve that problem and i don't yeah. have to go anywhere else because that relationship True. starts by having that discussion to understand basically what your problem is rather than highlighting what you can give it to them sure sure yeah that's that's wonderful so you know over this period of time and uh, your journey uh, do you think the acceptance of social uh, media is has arrived in the industry and people are using it in the right sense or uh, or still there are people who find it difficult to get on to it and you know boom their uh, business uh, through digital what i really feel according to my experience when i started it like 3 and 1/2 years before people were very skeptical about uh, why do we know, need social media there are so many people who know us i can bring in the business and all but now uh, once this is evolving people have started using more of social media they have understood that it is really important and since so many brands are doing and they must be getting benefit out of it so why don't we try so those who are not very convinced uh, they they at least want to try so i think this kind of a uh, of this shift has come into the market and it's really appreciable because once they try they get to know that what exactly is uh, social media about and then they get benefit also because of that they they have some belief that yes nowadays digital marketing is really working well so now like you know you you are a square folk is into uh, basically pr marketing and you know building brand building of uh, in yeah. the restaurant business So, yeah. Uh, like over the period of time, obviously, as as your clients started increasing, you needed support, right? A team yeah. that could help you out. So, how were you able? How were you able to build that team based on the kind of vision that you have? So, so I still remember uh, earlier. I just started with one single army that was me, and just after him, and I was getting things done through freelancing. I didn't have for the first month. I didn't have any full time. employee or intern with me in the very second month i uh, hired one uh, graphic designer and uh, that person honestly because 
if i also used to be an employee somewhere and start going into the company which is just starting and that to the owner is very young they all were like little confused that are we doing right uh, will we be able to survive in this company will this company be able to survive i used to get questions like this and but yeah honestly uh, i got a really good team i also started with few i hired few interns and within 3 uh, to 4 months we were having a team of around 6 uh, to 7 people which was uh, a great achievement because we got because the concept which we were doing not a lot of restaurants owners saw those those concepts so they were very happy and fascinated to work with us and to try that how things will go so people started believing and they started believing in my passion so luckily i was able to get good team members who were able to understand that yes i really want to grow and i really want to do well for the particular industry so i got a good support uh, from my team members because nobody can do anything alone so it's always very very important to hire a good team yeah because because company is not just built by one person right it's a collective yeah. effort of course people uh, working together to get that vision right and like you said the initial uh, challenge for you was to make the people understand that even though yeah. you are young and uh, the company is also like you know just starting up it's not there is <laughs> you coming yeah. in with with a lot of dedication so you're not coming in just for the heck of it ki chalo ye try karke dekhte hain whether it works or not so that mm. that kind mm. of uh mindset you never had so was there any other kind of uh, challenges that you faced when it came to uh getting interns or uh, or probably a of full time course. employee so age age was an issue because people were like uh, why should we work with someone younger work for someone younger than me so people were not uh, initially people tried not to take seriously but me when i am at work i respect everyone but if it comes to work and work is not getting done i i make sure that nobody takes me lightly so in that form i started coming up and i started guiding them and uh, there were few initial challenges few of my team members uh, uh, like uh, were not able to accept because of the age and all and then those were removed new team got on uh, get on added and then we became a team of 22 which was uh, also an one another achievement for me because when i was uh, at the age of 22 i had a team of 22 so so i was also uh, uh, feeling very motivated and uh, like very i i really thought that we can do really more yeah so that's the thing that that's one thing very important that you shared over here was that you know irrespective of what age the employees were you made sure that you know you're not here to be taken for granted just because yeah. you're young you're here to work so it doesn't matter what kind of experience you come in for you have blogged uh with food and industry and beverage and you have ample amount of information and yeah. uh, you know the knowledge and of you were course. able to showcase that to them and that yeah. probably gave you that authority over them that you know True. yes you are here True. with the right mindset yeah Lovely. i was very confident that uh, even if you bring someone who is elder than me you let's sit on the table come to the discussion then then you can even understand that even if i'm uh, less at age that doesn't mean that i do not know things 
even okay. if i am uh, uh, like lesser days i made sure that i have to put in extra efforts i was doing lot of researches i was reading lot of case studies of good global brands how they became successful what all different kind of uh, gorilla marketing things they have done and how they have uh, led to uh, the legendary level of marketing so uh, yeah so that was the thing and and what you said is true see knowledge doesn't come with age experience yeah. yes it does come you you know uh, like you know to certain level you can give your inputs and say uh this is the possibility because over the period of time i have seen like this happening in my career mm. but yes knowledge can come from a even a 5 year old and a 10 year old so <laughs> that oh. is something <laughs> the only yeah. thing is that you need to keep your mind open and not put any kind of an age to knowledge to think of that course. okay how can this person probably you know educate me when it comes to the, uh, this particular thing and i'm pretty sure you have uh proved yourself in your company and i hope that other young entrepreneurs are also able to do the same and uh, you know yeah. guide and uh, probably lead because i think leaders are not either you're born with it or yeah or yes with experience yes but some people are definitely it. born yeah. with it and i i sense that in you mm-hmm. thanks a lot yeah great so shreya let's let's get back to you now like you know we've spoken in depth about uh square folk now we know how your journey has been and what are the different challenges that you yourself have faced now being yeah. a young entrepreneur and you have just started uh i mean it's just 3 and a half years for you but in this particular journey the young journey that you have had so far what has been your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur uh i really enjoyed the freedom freedom to do what you want in terms of freedom to take decisions freedom to convey what what you really feel that if you have an idea you do not have to think that whether it's a good idea or it's a bad idea so as an entrepreneur you get so many challenges but at the same time uh, there is that feeling that yeah i am doing this for my own self i do not um, have to prove to anyone else but just to my own self so that freedom of uh, uh everything that you want if whatever you want to do you have to do but at the same time you uh, need to understand that you really need to come out of your comfort zone so i really understand uh, that thing really well which helped me to grow so like you know um, you you have you you are like you know a sort of a marketing agency but but you have uh, you know put your uh, uh niche areas food and beverages because that is where you come from right that is yeah. that is where you have have worked uh so hard as a blogger and you have the knowledge so is there anything that has um any other aspect that has uh probably helped you to gain success and uh, you know which probably people would have thought I, could not I happen i think it's smart work i really believe in smart working rather than hard working and i follow a lot of shortcuts so Uh, i still remember that if i have to if i know uh, i'll just give one tip to all that you really need to be good at time management and i think that i'm good into it because uh, there there are a lot of times being an entrepreneur and i'm i'm the solo owner so being a proprietor you really have to manage so many things so you need to 
बी वेरी वेरी गुड एट टाइम मैनेजमेंट बिकॉज इफ यू डू नॉट मैनेज वन पर्टिकुलर डिविजन वेदर इट बी फाइनेंस वेदर इट बी क्रिएटिविटी वेदर इट बी इनोवेशन इफ यू डू नॉट डू एनी पर्टिकुलर वन थिंग फॉर अ लॉन्ग टाइम बोर्ड जस्ट सेल्स अवे सो दैट्स द मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट थिंग आई फील दैट एवरी ऑन्टरप्रन्योर शुड बी वेरी गुड इन टू टाइम मैनेजमेंट already know that restaurant business is quite hectic yeah because because a lot of effort goes into it and there are a lot of erratic hours that also come with it right so and and when you are dealing dealing with people who who are already sometimes stressed out based on you know what kind of seasons yeah. is working that stress in one way or the other comes to you as well <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know because sometimes the expectations are too high from the client and you know to keep it realistic becomes a little difficult so when when you have these kind of challenges that you're coming coming in onto you so what are the things that you do to make sure that you know you you are calm because only a calm mind can resolve those yeah. challenges and make sure that you know things happen so how do you calm yourself during such tough times honestly uh, during those tough times i listen to a lot of relaxing music because uh, you cannot uh, show your being an entrepreneur you just cannot show yourself weak whether it be in front of your uh, clients whether it be in front of your team so you always always have to be very strong whether you be are inside you are mentally and emotionally broke you if you sh- show that thing to the client client will feel and client will be in doubt that whether i might give uh, that my brand isn't safe and or not so you really need to be calm and composed so i do i listen to a lot of relaxing music so that's one of the therapy which i uh, i do another thing is uh, i eat good food so i am a big foodie and wh- whenever i feel that a bad day is going things are not going my way i just order a nice food through zomato so you just go to a nice restaurant uh, all alone i i like to spend a lot of time alone and keep on thinking keep on strategizing things that even if something was my mistake i still accept that thing and i instead of uh, feeling bad about it i try to uh, make sure that that's not being repeated and try to learn things from that and another thing which i like to do is shopping so whenever uh, there's a bad day going on a lot of stress is going on so i think shopping therapy is the best thing that can make you feel relaxed and can just uh, switch your mind from all the negativities to all the happiness that's yeah. true because these are the three main for me as well <laughs> one Great. is one is music and uh, the other one is shopping and the other one is food so food, if yeah. if i if, if i'm in a bad mood and you know things uh-huh. uh, it's not a good time to probably order i will just uh, make something be it even a simple thing like a maggi but yeah. sometimes that really elevates your mood to a level and you you feel happy about it so i i truly yeah. resonate with your uh, uh, yeah. thing there so like you know uh, like you just now said like you know mistakes do happen uh, yeah. th- there is no entrepreneur who who will say that you know i was perfect and things fell into place because mm. success does not come easily and it will not come with failures without failures mm. i mean it will always be with failures like you will have probably 10 failures and one success because those 10 failures have led to that one success which you would have uh, achieved based on the learnings that you would have so you know uh, just a hypothetical thing you know just a fun thing like you know if if a time machine is given to you 
and yeah. and you want to go back to uh, to a time where you probably would have done uh, something wrong and you know shreya right now at this present moment and shreya probably uh, one year or even six months uh, back would be different yeah. because you have learned a hell lot in those yeah, six two one two three three and a half years right so so you have evolved over that time so any yeah. anything that that you would want to share with our listeners yeah. you know if we give I, you a I time machine wish, you would go back i just wish that it's not a wish it should be the reality uh-huh. that i get the time machine but yeah honestly um, see i have cried a lot in my uh, like entrepreneurial journey whether it be whether i lock my room and cried whether i lock my washroom and cried whether i sat in my car and cried but yeah i mean i was just out of my college at a young age and i was not expecting all of those things to suddenly come upon me and everything was being has to be managed by me and if i do not look at one thing it gets spoiled so there were lot and lot of problems which were going on so if i had a time machine i think that the one thing which i would have done is that i should have made myself 100% clear that i do not have to listen to anyone who is saying any negative thing about me i just do not should care about what people are saying about me i should just think of how i want to do the thing uh, the right way because if i uh, i have already uh, like uh, wasted a lot of my precious tears and my precious time over people who genuinely doesn't matter currently because this world is so competitive that nobody wants you to grow and just to make you down they'll uh, they'll keep on doing a lot of politics whether it be some competitor whether it be some internal client politics so if there would be time machine i would have made myself very very clear that i have to only listen to my mind i do not have to god has given me two years so i should just uh, like make another bad vibes all those things go out of my another year yeah and that's true and you being young entrepreneur i'm pretty sure you know these would have been very big challenges and yeah. uh, probably roadblocks thrown in your journey because i can understand i mean people who with a hell lot of experience would say okay ye i mean what is she going to do she's just a 20 year old or very young coming into the picture so like you know in the end uh, before before we wrap up uh, this episode i would really want you to share you know your learnings because there are many young entrepreneurs be it uh, a male or a female it doesn't matter but you know a lot of young entrepreneurs 20 something who really have an idea and want to achieve but like you said right they've been either uh, pulled down or their morale has gone down due to some of the other reasons so what kind of uh, learnings or advice would you like to give out there for these uh, 20 something entrepreneurs yeah so first thing which i would like to uh, give to all the budding entrepreneurs is that you really have to come out of your comfort zone because i think that's the most important thing because many a times uh, this even happens with me i mean we all are humans and many times there are days when we feel low obviously those days are something exceptions and you need to keep your mental uh, your mental health on the top you cannot just try to like overburden yourself but if you are delaying it on your daily basis i just have to give one advice to everyone that you should just ask it to your own self just for yourself that 
have you given 100% today if you think that you have given it should come from your internal gut that if you have given 100% today well and good if you have not you need to cover it up tomorrow if that thing goes really well i think that's gonna be uh, really helpful for you another thing is you really have to be innovative so gone are those days when you were just copying pasting all those things even in terms of digital media i mean every day there is some new uh, new uh, innovation there is some new application there is some new uh, technology changes that you we have to adopt that and if we think that oh two years back i was just doing this 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 service and i'll going to keep on continuing those services it's not going to work that way because there are so many competitors and every competitor is trying to get better day by day so you really really have to be innovative and third thing which is the most important thing is work life balance i think uh, i also faced a lot uh, of issues with that because once you keep on putting 100% to work i understand it's really really important but many times you just burden yourself so much even if you are so much tired you keep on working 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 do not do anything else and then all of a sudden you fell ill and all of and at that time you spend so much extra time getting recovered so it's always better that you enjoy your work and once you enjoy your work you are able to be more productive so as it is always said that it doesn't matter you work 5 hours a day or you work 12 hours a day it what it matters is how much you work and what is the productivity so um, if you're doing the same thing on a daily basis it is going to be monotonous um, it's obviously uh, if you're doing the same thing you will get bored so you need to add in a lot of uh, incentives to you whether it be oh I, if i crack this client i'll i'll gift myself for this if i did this maybe i'll buy a this bag if i i mean there should be some incentive to everything because um, employees will keep on coming keep on going they um, you also have to keep yourself most important because if you are not satisfying yourself if you're not keeping yourself motivated it's not going to work that way i mean you won't be able to put in more productivity to it Yeah so these are the three tips which i would like to give to all the budding entrepreneurs lovely shreya that was really insightful and uh, thank you for sharing and i'm pretty sure uh, all the budding entrepreneurs and young entrepreneurs will be definitely taking away something from here so shreya thank you so much for your time and uh, giving us a complete insight about food and beverage industry because that was my first other than being a foodie and just enjoying the yeah. restaurants I I got a bigger picture today so thank you so much for sharing that with us pleasure pleasure thank you so much everyone so that's all from me today i hope you enjoyed the interview and had some valuable lessons to take in with you and the stories inspired you and you found it interesting i would be coming with more new stories in the coming week every week every monday you will get to hear from me from a new entrepreneur their stories about their brands about their insights on employment and few tips and tricks to get into entrepreneurship stay tuned stay safe and enjoy your life